0: everybody. Here we are, I'm back again on mixed messages. I have my new friend Hector here. What a great way to start a new friendship! I just got to tell him about how I woke up in jail naked <laughs> in Sheridan, <laughs> Wyoming, on February twenty-second. So I think we're getting to know each other, and he's yes, filled me up yes, with some sir, stories. Yes. Yeah. So Hector and Lisa. It's what the exciting part of this. This is because there's Hector and Lisa, right? And Hector's going to speak on behalf of Lisa this time. Yes, I am. And then we'll get Lisa on next time. But we get the masculine version.
1: Let's hope. Uh,
0: let's hope. Let's see. All right. Would you mind giving us just a little background on where you grew up, how you grew up, who you grew up with?
1: Okay. I, I grew up here in Miami. I was born and raised in Miami, and um, my parents are Cuban. I'm not from Cuba. I'm from here.
0: Post-Batista. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> exactly. Your family came up. Did they come up during the Batista era?
1: They left Cuba before Mario okay. kicked in. So they've been here for a long time. My mom speaks no English, okay. and my dad speaks English perfectly. Wow. So... It, like, so I grew up in a crazy house because uh, you, you speak both languages, so that's why I have a little strong accent.
0: Yeah. I like accents. It's sexy. It is. Right. It is. Thank you yeah. for the sexy part. <laughs> I don't know about the sexy but Yeah, <laughs> thank is. you. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, and so all my life I've been pretty much in Miami. I'm a Miami boy.
0: You're a real native
1: yeah. in Miami. Oh, yes.
0: Wow. That's cool. And brothers and sisters?
1: I do. I have two sisters. One's older than me and one is younger than me. Female power. So yeah, when I grew up with a lot of disco music, so my sister was a big disco queen.
0: Okay. And is women strong in your family? Do you have strong women or are they more of the no, submissive type no, or
1: not really. My younger sister is very she's strong will. My older is not that strong. I think uh the, the male and see the whole Cuban heritage thing with the machismo. Yeah. My dad was the big boss of the house and uh, he's the one who took care of the, the house and my mom was just like a like a housewife. That's how they believe it. In most of the Latinos in not only Cuban, other nationalities they're Latino. They all love to be the man. Is the man of the house, and the woman stays home. Yeah. They believe that. I don't believe that. And of course, because I I grew up here. So to me, I'm very open minded. So I grew up at an era that my my dad tells me you got to be a man. I doesn't believe in being a, that. There's no such thing as gay, or there's no in between. Of my sister said, "Oh, I'm gonna be a lesbian." That doesn't that's work. Non- out. No. Yeah. You get out of the house. Right. Exactly.
0: Like, We're not. Nowadays, we don't go for that.
1: Nowadays, you can be whatever you want. Which that's the way it should be. I think you should be whatever you want. I don't. I don't judge anybody.
0: And Disco's was 70s. That right? was 70s, correct.
1: Yeah, yeah. So she had a lot of friends who were gay, male and female. They would come to the house, so I'm, I was around that all the time. My dad didn't care for it too much, but to me they were funny and I would laugh. And I didn't grow up with that. I do believe in the machismo part. I like to, I like to be a man. But I have a lot of friends that are, like, are gay or, and lesbian. and It doesn't bother me. To me, you should be whoever you are, and that's, that's how it should be. Yeah,
0: and did your mom decide not to speak English for any cultural reasons or just because it just wasn't her thing, or what do you, where do you think the language thing?
1: My mom, the, we tried to, to teach her, and she was one of those people that she gave up, and we tried to teach her to watch movies in English, and to, and she would, and she would watch them. but and then we tried to teach her some words, and she wouldn't. And then she tried to even learn how to drive. She got her driver's license, and she never drove. It was weird, and I think my dad was also one of the, it was a culprit of it. He'll tell, oh, you don't need to go anywhere. I'll take you where you need to go. So he put a lot of control of that.
0: It's kind of part of that culture too sometimes, right, where you keep your family under wraps, right? You keep your right. woman in the right place, right pocket. You don't need to do that. I got that taken care of. You do your role, I'll do my role. Correct. Which I think is cool because out of the last podcast that I did, one of the things that came out of it was know your roles. Oh, in a really? relationship. Yes. What do you think about that? Like the concept of what might work in a relationship of knowing your roles? It doesn't matter that they're the, what you're talking about of the traditional. Yeah, no,
1: no that, that's cool. That's how it should be though. But yeah, like I'm like going back to like my dad is, he was the typical man. My uncle's like that, which is his brother. And my grandfather was like that. So I grew up with that very testosterone environment, always teaching you to be a man. And like your role as a man, you're like,
0: you have to do this. And if you're a woman, you do this it's a little bit of a lost art our it, culture i think yeah it's gone right
1: i think no, i think it's gone
0: yeah so not even a little bit it's gone yeah
1: i know what's going on in society right now it's, which you know what it's, it's the times yeah. everything I think, has its time and uh, this is the time for this
0: now on the personal note i understand your mom yeah. is in the hospital or was not feeling well
1: she she had she has covid and okay. she had a pneumonia, so they send her into the hospital. Yeah.
0: Wow. How's she doing?
1: She's doing good. She's doing better. Thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah. you
0: bet. Okay. Oh, yeah. And now, Lisa shared with me that you guys knew each other as friends before you became partners. That is correct. How old were you guys?
1: Oh, we were in our 20s. In your 20s? Late 20s, 20s yeah. Uh-huh. And this was
0: college that you met in, or?
1: No, it was after college. After college. Yeah, after college. Okay. So you met a, in the
0: professional realm. You met on. I mean, there was no dating sites back there. So how'd you.
1: No, we worked together. You and did. We, we had different roles. I was a senior operator, and she was a manager.
0: You, is that a disclaimer that we weren't dating while we were working together? No, and we were just good friends. I know
1: she had a boyfriend and I had a girlfriend, and we were both serious. So I, I never thought of her as a girlfriend or anything. We're just good friends, and I'm always like I'm, I'm friends with everybody. So like I, she said, I'm a social butterfly. I'm a social butterfly. I talk to everybody. Yeah. So we got along really good, and a lot of people go, "How you talk to her? She's tough. She's a tough cookie." And I'm like, "Yeah, she's cool. That's her character."
0: Yeah. How long did that friendship last?
1: Oh my god, that lasted for a couple years.
0: How cool is that?
1: That was a while before we started dating. Because I was still with a girlfriend when I started getting serious. I saw her and I'm like, okay, she goes to me, either you pick me or you pick, what do you want? Very good. You you want to be serious? And I said, okay, it's okay. I made a choice. There you go. I did the right choice. You made the right choice because here you are Absolutely. And how long have you guys been together? Oh my God, 17 years.
0: 17. Over. Actually, it's going
1: to be be over because including our friendship, I will say 20
0: like 25 years? That's one of the things I was most excited I was telling people about you guys being here, right? Is this, yeah, because when I started Mixed Messages, it was a, how do we self-sabotage relationships, right? Like how, what are the ways that we could remove the obstacles of having a successful relationship out of our life? And I figured most often that's would be what would come out on the microphone. What has also come out is these little tidbits about what makes relationship work. And now, as I'm out here, I'm seeing everybody scrambling to make relationship work. Absolutely, scrambling to even like each other. And COVID created a lot of that too. No, COVID screwed up everything uh, And it's still screwing up. It is. But a part of it is if you had a bad relationship before and you were hiding it, COVID made sure you saw.
1: I'm not saying that we don't fight and we get into like really bad arguments. Not that much, but we, we do argue and we have our differences and stuff like that. And we argue and we have, maybe the, it's normal. That's how it should be.
0: There's no perfect relationship. If you
1: have, if you don't yeah. fight with your partner.
0: Something's wrong. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, Absolutely, exactly. yeah. Usually when I try to say, hey, tell us something about relationship, most people are like, no. Like the natural reaction is no, I can't speak on that.
1: Every strong old character, she's very tough and she's, but she's funny and she's fun and she's not boring. Yeah. Which I need that. Uh-huh. But I need somebody strong in character with me. I cannot have somebody that's very loose because I'm loose. I'm a crazy person. So I need somebody to also have a little control that puts the reins on me. And I'm like, she's the rider. I'm the horse. So she rides me. She has to control me sometimes because I'm crazy.
0: And being somebody who controls, they probably need somebody who's a little bit crazy.
1: And she does. And I, I think that's what uh, makes, it, makes it work. Exactly. It f-
0: interesting. And then you complement each other.
1: Oh, constantly. Yeah. And she's a beautiful woman and she's fun and I have a great time with her. And she's my trophy wife. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I enjoy that. I'm the ugly guy. How
0: fun is that? I love that. One of my best friends used to say, in order to really have some form of successful relationship, one of the people have to feel lucky. I feel lucky all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Not
1: because she's here. I don't care. Yeah, she is listening
0: in, but he's not not saying things for her to hear. No, No. no... I'm being honest. Yeah, but I can tell from having spoken with her that she feels lucky too. Absolutely. Now now you have a situation where you have two people who feel lucky.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I
0: think that is a nugget. And again, success is a weird word, but what makes it workable? What makes a relationship workable? Feeling lucky to be in a relationship is a pretty cool thing. It is. Don't you think? You don't
1: want to be lonely. Yeah. I've been lonely. I've been alone by myself. And when you're young, it's fun because you always have your friends and you do your stupid acts and your things. And you always have alcohol and drugs to help you out. But uh, it's not the same. You need somebody. When you start getting more serious, you need somebody to be with you and somebody to help you out. You need a partner. There's no out out of that. People tell me, oh, I live my life being by myself. No, that's not true. It's going to hit a wall and you're going to be what? What have I done?
0: Companionship.
1: You need companionship.
0: And then you place that as a high priority now
1: absolutely yeah but now for
0: 20 something years you have a companion now yeah it's not like something you're working at you have your
1: I don't change my ways I still I have my own character and I like my own stuff I have my own movies music and she has her own movies and her own music but we a lot of things we like the same things believe it or not we do a lot we enjoy that I think I've seen your characters you have like
0: action figures oh yeah Yeah,
1: you know about that I should have never told you about but yeah I collect I, I collect Star Wars stuff and horror figures and pop dolls you know what pop dolls are I do not know what that is. Funko Pop, it's like a really popular thing now with people buying it. It's not for kids, it's for adults, but it's like, oh, you can buy John Lennon, like little pop dolls. Not the uh, ones with the wobbly head or anything like
0: that. The wobbly, that's it. The little ones, yeah. The little box, yeah. Oh, I dig those. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You can buy The Doors. They have movie stuff. Like Freddy Krueger, they have a little pop dolls of that.
0: And she's unapologetic for what you love, too, because I've seen her on multiple web conferences from people from all over the world with your action figures behind her on the screen.
1: I know. She told me, and I go, that's crazy. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's, and
0: then there's people. Right? That some are, wives would be like, oh, I got to go in the other room. There's no way I'm going to. These are not my thing. Even though she likes them. She's done there. that. She For certain for,
1: meetings. Maybe. She had some guys from, from other countries going, what is it you have behind there? Lisa, what is that? Is that Star Wars? I have those same characters. Uh, and she goes, oh, God, no. Here we and go. Guys ask, can, ha- can I have some pictures of some of those characters? I said, oh, God, <laughs> I got to get another room somewhere, so I don't want people to look at these pictures.
0: Now, you look just these- mentioned that you love Jim Morrison. I love Jim Morrison. Why? Yeah. What is it about him?
1: I don't know. When I was growing up and I was getting into the rock music, he was one of the ones that, that I, I click with. I don't know, I like the classic rock. Uh, like I told her, she was more into classic rock than I was. I was always more into hip hop. I grew up so in Miami, so I like I was a two-life crew guy, rock bass and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I love all that stuff. I still like it. I don't like the new rap. I'm not into the new rap too much, but I like the old rap. And then into the rock music. That was one of the few bands that I'm They're like, AC/DC. I love AC because it pumped, it pumped me up. But I was a, a few, and the doors is one of the ones that people go, Oh, because you went to drugs. No, it wasn't as drugs. It's not that. I just liked the music. It was very soothing and it was cool. And he had a nice voice. And I liked his lyrics and I liked And I really enjoyed it. It was very soothing. And it was like, it was psychedelic without, being, without doing the drugs.
0: And so it was really the music, not the persona. The, oh, he was cool. I he thought reckless he, abandonment. Like, totally no fucks given kind of he guy. He didn't give it. And at he, all. He came
1: right. over to He'll get. he'll talk to you with the cops. He'll piss on stage. <laughs> he, didn't right. get, he was a cool guy.
0: He got to the He music. died
1: too young. He was 20, I think 27.
0: Oh, my God. I didn't know he was that young. He was super young. Show me the way yeah. to the next whiskey bar. That's awesome. Right? And that yeah. stuff great? I was like, Riders, Riders on the, the Storm, storm all, that all that stuff. Come on all that stuff. Little tidbit on my end. I actually got to interview the last living members of The Doors. No Oh. At Red Rocks. That's Ray cool. Manzarek and Bobby Krieger. You're kidding me. No. Oh, so we we'll will cool. talking about that offline. But that oh, was wow. a pretty mind-blowing moment for me. Yes. I was like twenty-six years old.
1: I oh, was at that's Red so Rocks cool. and they were doing
0: they were doing the doors of the twenty-first century and they were back on tour and they had the lead singer of the cult.
1: Oh wow. At and Ian Anderson. That's cool.
0: And he was completely Jim Morrison embodied. Like he put himself in character. Really? And get this um and the roots were playing there too. And then- The I, Roots are cool. The Roots are killing, right? And so I was with Captain Kirk with The Roots and we were downstairs oh, wow. and we were watching The Doors playing on the TV screens, the like closed television, that right? That sounds so cool. And Riders in the Storm is playing and all of a sudden it goes, and lightning goes and it starts pouring rain on the freaking band in red rocks at that moment oh, man. and captain kirk's oh my god i gotta get up there and so we go through you know the when i
1: was in colorado
0: i yeah. wanted to do the rock and then we did and, and there was no concert at
1: that time and i was i would love to see a concert there it it's, sounds
0: like that's a bucket list item
1: we should add that oh, since we're God, talking yes. about it, right? Yes, a absolutely. Show at Red Rocks. Yes, and yeah. get high
0: a little bit. And get high. Oh, I'm done. I'm yeah, done for that one. Absolutely. Yes. I can say that now. I can, when I was at other places. Isn't Colorado the best? It is really amazing. Yeah, Ugh, it is. Awesome, I love it. Yeah. So, Jim Morrison, what else about that that really intrigues me? Because it tells us about who we are a lot of times, don't you? Think about the music that resonates with. And ACDC, I liked ACDC, but it was more of my, like, younger you, grew up in Idaho.
1: I saw him in concert a couple of times, and that was the best concert. And I've been to a lot of rap concerts. I, I can tell you, I can name a lot of concerts, but that was like one of my favorite concerts, the ACDC. The two times I've seen them, they came down here, and they were awesome. They crush they, it, though, don't they? They crush it. And people is, go crazy.
0: People yeah. go crazy. Yeah. All the way up until one of the brothers just until, died. Yeah, yeah. But they never stopped. They just, and they're two guys from Australia. Australia. Talk about making didn't know that, a couple till, of till kids like, from Australia.
1: So later on. I thought they were I thought they were like from some I did from somewhere else.
0: Not Australia. Yeah. Like Australia? Right? Oh my god. And they own all those rights. I thought they were
1: from the UK. I go, they're from the UK probably. And they're, not, they're like, from Austra- nowhere, Australia. Yeah, yeah. And they nowhere. stayed
0: there. And they stayed there. And they lived their normal lives yeah. in the Aussie land. And then they would go out and be rock stars. Make Angus a fortune. Is a shit, Angus is for Amazing. I saw him when
1: Angus was old and he was on the stage jumping around with the guitar and, and on the floor and he was like Killing it. Killing it with that schoolboy outfit. (laughs) It's funny. Oh, I had the Funko Pop doll of that
0: one too. So you also said you like Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill is cool. That's one of your bands. That's one of my bands. I grew
1: up with that. So like it's a black guy and a Latino. And you know, I like that. Come on. (laughs) I like that mixture. It's a great mixture.
0: So a little bit back to the relationship. So one of the things that's funny is we talk about being transparent and stuff and being able to speak openly. As I was talking to Lisa a little bit about one of my previous relationships and some complications I had around infidelity. And it was, I made it about more than what it was and found that out later, but there was some there, right? Of course, of course. And it was a punch in the gut for me. And she goes, oh, when I knew Hector, he had a relationship that went through that. Did you know she told me that?
1: No, I didn't know that. (laughs) Unfortunately, she talks too much. She talks too much. She said that really. I told her she talks too much. I always tell her that. You talk too much. You need to be quiet. She Keep said
0: people. that stung. Did you feel like that stung? Did, you, did that no, kick you? Did you don't mind? No. You no. were over it? As no, fast and did as she tell happened? you that
1: we were eating lunch with time at work and she showed up? She That's didn't what happened. That, I'm up. leading in. Oh, Yeah. We went to have lunch together. We worked together. So, of course, we went to lunch and it was like an evening lunch. And my girlfriend showed up and she go, she just looked at me and looked at her and she goes, Hector? Uh. And starts crying and she walked out. Okay. And then I kept on eating. Uh-huh. And she looked at me and goes, Hector, are you going to go after her? I go, I don't know. I'm meeting. Uh-huh. And she goes, you need to go after her She's good right now. And I, so I, I left.
0: Uh-huh. So she coached a relationship together for a minute.
1: Yeah. And yeah. then it was, that was a tough breakup. Yeah.
0: That was a tough breakup. She, she
1: was a good girl. She wasn't a bad girl. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm not making her bad in this. No. And we don't know who she is. We never know who she is. Oh, of course not. But that says a lot in a, in a friendship that somebody can go through that with you and watch you go through whatever you go through it and be your friend and fall in love with you after. Of course. Right. And then prove to build this trust with you. You're right. Correct. And it strikes me that you two trust each other.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And do you think we've been through a lot, we've been through a lot of heavy duty shit. I don't want to get into it, but yeah, we've been through like a, a lot of stuff.
0: What do you think helps build trust outside of just getting through adversity and surviving it? What are some of the things that maybe come to mind on...
1: You need to, first of all, trust each other. That's the first thing. People say, when they say trust, you do need to trust each other. You need to love each other big time, and you have to know each other. You are not your ins and outs, and you need to give and take. You can always take. You have to do both, and I think those are the main things you need to do, and like I said, if you don't trust each other and you don't have that connection, then it's never going to last.
0: But they say trust is earned. How do you just trust each other? How do you just turn on the...
1: Man, 25 years together,
0: have to trust each other
1: because it's. if not, it's not going to work out. If you're going to be in a state of mind, forget it. Oh my then God. you should be single. Yeah, the
0: whole downward rabbit hole and messed Absolutely. up mind of not trusting each other is that's yeah. a wicked way to live. She,
1: she has to be herself and I got to be myself. I cannot. I always tell her, you know, we get divorced, we get divorced and I'll live my life and you live your life. That's fine. But why? If I have something great going on, why am I gonna Gonna go find another girl. She's gonna find another guy. You're gonna
0: uh, you gonna come with a whole other bag of tricks. He you know, might
1: come with some good stuff and some bad things yeah, you're more bad him. things. And she I know her past with some of the guys and she knows the past with some of my girls. And it's not always pretty. And it's not always nice. So you gotta like I said, it's a give and take relationship. You gotta give each other time and let it grow. It's like a plant. You gotta water it and you gotta give it time and get some sunlight, everything so for it to grow. That's a relationship. That's how it is. And you just give it time.
0: Well, and everything's a trade off, right?
1: Everything's a trade off. If she stops me, hey, you cannot collect, stop collecting stupid dolls. I'm not gonna stop collecting stupid dolls, because she does me. Or I like sports cars, and she's like, I hate sports cars. Why are you drawing a, a Camaro or a, a Challenger? Yeah, I like American Muscle, and it's because then she hates that. And I'm like, oh, I like, she likes certain things. like... I want you to have a truck. I'm like, I don't like it. I'm not redneck redneck. I don't want to be in a truck. We joke about that.
0: That's a super cool, like, misnomer then. Like, you don't have to be exactly like your partner to, no, to get along. No, that's what
1: I'm trying to say. She has yeah. her own things and she has her own taste. And that's fine. Dude, there's something wrong with that. Like, she'll be sitting there and watching uh, one of her stupid shows. Yeah. And then she goes, why are you watching The Walking Dead? And that's a stupid show. And I'm watching. and she, That's a stupid And they go, yeah, but it's, how many seasons are there? So there's a lot of stupid people like me watching this stupid show. Yeah, a lot of them. She'll watch The Housewives. Yeah. Which <laughs> that's a stupid show. Yeah. And they all have microphones on. They're talking. They're fighting. That's, that's staged. Yeah. And I told her that. But she enjoys it. Why am I going to make fun of it? And I sit there and I watch with her. And then sometimes she'll watch my stupid shows. And she goes, that's stupid. I go, I know. But it's, that's what I like. But that's how it is. That's how a relationship is. You give. It's like it's a give and take.
0: And you don't judge each other for liking your stupid shows. No. You might give each other shit. Oh, yeah. You might be of like, course. that sucks. I can't believe of why. Course. I don't have no idea why you do that. But you don't judge each other.
1: No. And she's very cool about it. Like, like I said, I like horror movies or like dramas, like weird dramas. And I'll make her go to the theater and watch. She goes, what the? She goes, what is this? And she'll come out sometimes saying, well, wow, that was cool. I'll take her to see an Archie Hart movie, like The Witch, which is like a drama horror movie. And it's not really like a monster movie, it's like a weird drama horror. And she came up and said, that was interesting. That was a cool concept. Uh, and she'll
0: dig it. Some stuff bleeds in, you're saying. Sometimes you like they get won over you. Guys like, of
1: course. And then she'll want to watch a movie that, that I don't want to see. Like She wants to go and also go see Elvis. Do I want to see Elvis? Not really. But I'll go see it with her, and I'll take her to see it. And I'll probably go see it in a nice theater, and she'll enjoy it. Have some wine and go see Elvis.
0: Yeah, because she knows you like it, probably. She That's more her thing than me. Right, or not the Elvis one, but either way. You, you yeah. go because you know she likes it, so you're being a companion. Correct. And she would go to your thing. She knows you right. like it and she's being a companion she's on for your ride or you're on for her ride exactly
1: that's how it's that's me sometimes I take for myself and I'll watch things and she's enough we've seen enough of your stuff and i right. am gonna watch myself and I go you're right so
0: mm-hmm. that's how it is it almost sounds like I've asked a lot of people over the years before I even did this show I, I must asked a hundred different couples on airplanes and typically when I was drinking and was all the more interested you're lucky I'm not drinking right now I would have been better <laughs> I, off I, I would have do, do episode right number now. two actually yeah we'll definitely pull the bottle out yeah, I would have been a, I'll be more relaxed. It's good, though. You're coming it across is. great. It's nice. But it is nice to have a nice drink, get relaxed, and yeah. let it flow. Not to right? be drunk. Or, Not uh, to get drunk, yeah. just to. Like, we're
1: going to share a joint. That, that, good that, to. that yeah, too. Yeah, well. relax. Well, That's true. We're going next to do it with this time. time. For next, for next time.
0: Like, I kept asking people over and over. And of course, everybody, and I agree, nobody wants to give advice on relationship, right? Because, because you know, everybody's relationship is so complicated and it's their own and I thing. And you don't I don't want to hear anybody. And you don't want to hear anybody Because you honestly can't give advice on relationship. It's because it's not true for everybody, right? But there is little nuggets. And so when I asked all those hundred people, one of the things that came back the most was, it just works. I got lucky. That was cool. Not to mean that, and I want to hear your dispute on that. No, yeah. I don't think there's. You don't luck. think so? It wasn't luck. luck.
1: No, you got to work at it. You got to work at it. Yeah. When we started dating, it was there was a lot of obstacles there here and there. We had a great time because you know when you start anything fresh, everything's new. It's great. It's like a new. But everything starts breaking breaking down. Mm-hmm. But you still keep the car. You don't get rid of the car and you throw it. Get rid of it. Same thing. Like we at the beginning, we had some little obstacles. But we overcame him, and that's, and that's how it is. It's not luck. I don't believe
0: that. I don't mean the whole relationship, as I mean finding the person who you get to figure it out with, right? Now, again, I'm not saying that's your case. I'm not saying it's true. I don't
1: want to engage religion on this because it's not. But I'm like, oh, it's God's will. I, mean, I know it's not God's will. So I you think... could have
0: done this with anybody, you think? Sure. As long as you put in the work.
1: You gotta put in the work. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So you can have a relationship. Oh no no no! There's some people that you cannot be with. There's some people that you would not definitely they they would not put up with your shit or your, your or vice versa. I think that we were like then since being we're friends, we started as at friends first, and for a long time it we already knew where to build from there, and then we structured that relationship, and then it's where we're on, where we're at now.
0: Yeah, that's why I dig in. That's why I'm asking the questions. So the friendship seems to be the foundation everybody says too. You gotta start a relationship sure, around absolutely. a foundation.
1: I think that's a very good point. Yeah, you should always have friendship first. Those like like nowadays I see people doing like all these apps that you can meet people. Oh. It's to have sex. That's fine. You can yeah. do that. But it's not really a relationship thing. Yeah. You cannot meet somebody on on like I see these like shows at work and where I work they have this, this show that's called Enamorados and, and people like they come on the show and they visit. And in five minutes, you could tell if you like the person or not. You could say no, it's not gonna work. And I told, and I get pissed off at some of them are really hot chicks. And I go, am with, the, and I'm that guy. The guy's a hot guy, and he's all built. And there's a really hot chick coming to visit you. She come to meet you, to see if you could go on a date with him. I'm the type of guy that'll say, I'll, if she comes, she came to visit me. I'm gonna give her at least a shot to go on a date at least with her. Because just in five minutes, you cannot know the person in five minutes. You do that, you're in la la land.
0: One of my favorites is on the dating sites is must have chemistry. And I've always translated always. that to be, that's true. Yes. But, but I've always translated on the dating site is must be fuckable. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. And chemistry isn't about at all real chemistry. You're talking about in relationships. It's must have chemistry, which means I'm going to know in about five minutes whether or not I'd fuck you. True. That's true. Yes. Now, you guys kept a very platonic friendship, though, for a while. Oh, my God. Yes. Sounds like it could be a friend zone too. When
1: we were at work and I would send her flowers or whatever, one of our favorite movies is When Harry Met Sally. Even in our rings, inside is Harry and Sally. How cool is that? Because that's our, one of our favorite movies. Okay. And I am very much like Billy Crystal's character. Okay. I'm open and I'm very like I'm very straightforward. And she's very like Sally. She is in her character and you know, she likes to eat some things and she's very organized and clean. And I'm not like that. That's her. And that's how we clicked. So at work, I would send her flowers from Harry. And she'll think, send things from Sally. And people go, so people go, oh, my God, Hector. Harry, somebody somebody sent- named Harry <laughs> sending her flowers. And then it was funny. That's cool. So we, I was like, that's a lucky guy. Yeah. And so we were joking. And the city was Sally. And people go, oh, so Hector's going out with Sally. Who's Sally? And they'll go, Sally, that girl. And I'm like, yeah, that's uh-huh. it. Like the song. And then at the end, when we did the wedding, we invite everybody from work. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And they're like, this.
0: Uh, it they like- finally found out who Harry was. Or, yeah. So, so that was cool. Yeah. That is cool. It sounds like you guys want the best for each other. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I look for her and she
1: looks out for me. And when I'm depressed and I'm sad, which all of us are, we have those times. And like her, she has her moments. Like we have each other. That's what I'm saying about being a, with a partner. If you're sad and depressed and you're smoking weed and you're doing coke or doing drinks and you go to the downward spiral, you go into the black hole for sure. I've been there and it's not nice. You're with somebody, you have that person to talk to and to give you guidance and knowledge and you have the comfort and you don't have to go anywhere else because sometimes even your family is not there for you. It's sad. I know it's sad, but it's the truth. I tell her all the time. Sometimes we don't have our family. Right now, sometimes I tell her, where's your family when we need them or my family. So It's us. We're the family. We you have kids or don't have kids, that's fine. If you have kids, we have two furry
0: kids. We have two dogs. So that's our kids. When you're down like that, I find sometimes it's hard to let people help you. How do you guys find a way to even, though I know you guys have so much time in now, you know, all that. But just how do you let each other help each other? How do you allow somebody to help you when you're down? By sitting
1: down and talking. We'll sit there. And sometimes uh, I like to put <laughs> alcohol involvement. And I go, yeah. let's sit down let's and we'll have have some, drinks. Let's, have, let's have some wine or let's have a drink. And she'll tell you, I don't want to drink. And she's not more of a drinker. I'm more of a drinker. Yeah. I have to relate everything with drinking. And so at least uh, it's more relaxing. It's like my person. It's your potion. My potion, exactly. So I, I, we'll sit down and we'll talk about the problem. And then we'll we'll say, okay, like she has, like I said before, she has her way and I have my way. But we still are best friends. And that comes first. We're friends first. Then we're lovers. And that's it. It becomes like that. But like, if anything happens, we talk as friends first.
0: I think the companionship is quite a lost culture now, too, a little bit. I don't hear it much anymore, right? To be a companion, right? It's like, I want True. my person or, or I'm looking.
1: I, no, I think now in the generation, everybody wants to have sex. That's where they go to a club and the same thing is, I talk to people who are single and they're like, oh, it's the best because I'm having sex with different girls. Yeah. And then I'm, when I'm driving here, I see a big sign, cover yourself, there's STDs. And it has a big condom, like, and I was laughing. I go, what's going on in this world? <laughs> but that's what we're living in now. We're living at a time that even in movies and even in, 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 in music, it's all about... Being alone and
0: enjoying yourself, and you don't need anybody else. And it's which is sad. I was just gonna say that sounds terribly lonely. It is lonely. You can't do that forever and not be lonely. At some point, right? Yeah, everybody gets to have their little heyday. But... I don't
1: want to say that, yeah. I'm lucky that I have her because I don't know if luck is the word, but it's in a way it You're is. Grateful. In a way, You're grateful. I'm very grateful. I am grateful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and she's grateful. Absolutely. For companionship, which is, again, oh, yeah. it's, it's weird to say it because it's so not, like you say, it's this not cool right now. There's something not cool about companionship. It's almost like that was a generation before. Oh, a, a wife or a husband.
1: And, like, I'm very... Open and stuff, and I got friends telling me, "Don't you ever think about cheating on her?" Or don't you look at other women? I go, oh, "I look at other women, but I don't cheat, and I don't have to do that because you know I have. You have something that's good, When you have something you like. Mm-hmm. Why are you gonna go to something else or like to or ruin it? It's stupid. Like nowadays, you don't. It's hard to find somebody like at my age right now. I'm like, oh, I'm older now. To get divorced from her, it could be done. It's not a big deal, and I'll survive, and she'll survive. But to find the whole clique and all the memories and all the time, it's sad. You
0: can't it's grandfather in experience, right? No. That's something that has to be done over time. Exactly. So that investment that you guys made is a, a recipe. An it's like a family recipe. Mama's bread.
1: Her parents never got divorced. My parents never got divorced. So we also got that foundation. So we,
0: got, we learned from that too. Neither one of your parents got divorced. Correct. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah. There's something foundational there. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, when I got divorced, and it was a train wreck divorce, and my ex wife was on the show, and we talked about it. I heard you heard it, yes, heard yeah. It. It's a talk about transparency, yeah. Right? Well, like, and for me, it was freedom. The episode of that show was freedom. It was like, we're gonna talk this shit out, we're gonna speak it out, we're gonna talk about that's it as good. is, that's right? good. that's good. And but the I remember because we just had young children, and we I always said the way we got together is we slipped and fell in a hot spring and got pregnant. Right. And then our second son slid into a home base with a not without me, you don't during a right. marital maintenance. Sec. That was our little window. So we came together quick. It was very romantic. It was very theatrical. I was like, we both had, we were in our own little hip world. It seemed like a good fit, but we really had no time to court. We had no friend. We had no time to really build a friendship. We were like buddies who all of a sudden had a baby on the way. And I was taught conventionally, you, you make an honest woman out of that person. And sure. so we showed up at the altar, got there just in time before the baby belly bump showed up. And But when we got divorced, I honestly, and I'm, I'm not a religious man, but I'm a spiritual man, I honestly felt like I now had to lower my head at the pearly gates someday, because sure. I had just fucked up the one thing you're not supposed to really fuck up if you can help it, and that is a marriage. Right. That was kind of where I came from. Right. In hindsight, maybe I should have reconsidered having the child and building the relationship before I got married. Right to make True. sure we were supposed to be husband and wife. We knew we were going to be a child. You couldn't stop it. But we it. couldn't that's, stop it. That yeah, was where it was. That's, but uh, it was, yeah. the interesting point about you guys coming from two, two families who didn't get divorced was I then ended up reading, and then I wondered, okay, I come from a family divorce. All my family's divorced. Everybody's divorced everywhere. It's a show. I have hardly any family left. Well, you have your kids. I have my kids, and they're like my everything. They actually exactly. moved to Wyoming exactly. with exactly. me. We're like best friends. They bailed me out of jail. It's that's really awesome. cool. I'm proud of them. And proud i I that. Right? No. It's a beautiful thing. We have a relationship, and we have friends. And my, Sun's on my most and recent. you know what's
1: another thing? You know what's sad? Like I talked to her about, and this shows not about friendship. Well, friendship is relationship. Every relationship yeah, has Yeah, but it. a real friendship is your partner. Yeah. And that's, we always talk about it. I always think I don't have real friends per se outside our nucleus. She's my best friend. Mm-hmm. And I try to tell her everything. You don't need you know?
0: 10 if you have one.
1: Exactly. Okay. And then like, I, I have a lot of acquaintances. Yeah. But friends that you could trust to your, for your life, it's only her.
0: And would you say it's true when people say typically at the end of your life, you can count them on one hand?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody says they're your friends. I have, oh, if you tell me, you, you meet me at work, you say, oh my God, everybody's your friend here. Yeah. No, they're acquaintances.
0: So to get back to that on, my, on this other thing, and it's good, it's what we do. But So then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, now I just messed up this marriage thing. And now I'm going to fuck up my kids. I'm sure of it, right? Right. And so I ended up reading this book called The Legacy of Divorce. And it was a 50-year study that they took these kids that came from a family divorce and they followed them for 50 years. A broken family. A broken family. And then they Mm -hmm. took kids from a non-broken family and followed them for 50 years. So they could come up with a definitive study of what might be the outcome of children of divorce. And what was that? The outcome was is that children of divorce typically had a belief system that the rug was gonna be pulled out from them at some point in their life somewhere in the midst. And because it was so clearly defined that life was, life, it wasn't perfect, relationships were perfect, parents were still parents, people were fighting, but they were parents, right? It was Mm -hmm. like the system was in place. And so they knew that no matter how dysfunctional their family was, they stood together. The moment that they broke apart, Mm -hmm. all the rules broke. Of course. right? And so now they had, they're like, you're trying to tell me that at any given time, you think life is going to be okay and you have something permanently and then it's just gone. Now mm-hmm. we'll get back to you guys. You've mentioned you guys choose each other. You know that if you guys could, you're not being super codependent. You could live without each other if you had to. Of course. But can you grasp how maybe kids of divorce would feel that way? How they would feel like everything in life is okay. Our parents at least were together and then they broke up and it changed our life. And now we spend the rest of our life waiting for the hammer to fall.
1: That's saying that, that we haven't, at early in our it's 25 years yeah you could we talked about divorce and we almost had these little like fallout, like stupid there we call them stupid fallouts that we're like then we when we calm down because she's a very strong will character and so on, i'm just like a little bit more softer yeah than her and but we always come to the conclusion we're like saying why are we fighting this it's so stupid we're gonna what divorce for what
0: but your children of non-divorced parents so there could be a skill set there that you haven't even taken time to. Th- you don't know. I don't know.
1: There might be something there. You're right. I'm guessing you're probably right.
0: I don't know that I'm right. It's just a study.
1: No, I'm, it's just, I'm saying it might be right. It could be.
0: It seems that you guys have, you're now married for 20 years and that's, uh, or been together for more than 20 25, years. 25, yeah. And this is like rare now. Oh, Most people rare. are on their third marriage super by rare. this time.
1: And I got friends that go out and we go on. and they'll tell me, oh my God, look at all that. Look at that. Look at all that vagina. Look at, that. Look at all these girls. Like, they're all so hot. Sure. Don't you want to fuck one of them? And I'm like, yeah, if I was single.
0: But you guys do role play. You get to pick different people's names. Exactly.
1: <laughs> but, right. but I'm pretty sure that she goes out with her friends and she'll see other guys because sure. that guy's super hot. Yeah. That's normal. That's being human, human. Yeah. If you don't have blood in your system and you don't, if you don't think that girl's hot or that guy's hot, then yeah. you have issues.
0: Exactly that's different.
1: Yeah, and I'm always like going back to the beginning. You were telling me about um uh, how where I'm from and uh, my structure, my dad, like like the whole like Latino being strong man and all that stuff. And they, I bet you you could read a book about studies about being like that. You're gonna be like your dad or your uncle and your grandfather. They were like very different. My dad doesn't believe in gay marriages and all. She, Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? If I bring a guy over, my dad would kill me and kill the guy. But like like I'm the type of guy like I always, I tell Lisa all the time. And if People say, oh, how do you know you're not gay? Or And we always talk about that because this is like the thing that's going on around right now. And I told people, if I was the person that would be gay, I would be, because my character is so open, that I would be open about it. I'm not closed about it. And I would tell my dad, I'm not like them. It's weird. I'm not like my dad, my uncle, my, my grandfather. Like I told my dad one time, if I fall in love with a prostitute or a hooker and I marry her, with that ball, he goes absolutely yes that's disgusting i would not allow that i'm like why because to me i it's like i said it's like it's that's life mm-hmm. and maybe that's what came in your life and then that person got you the right moment and you have something in common and you cannot judge a person for what they did in the past and whatever,
0: that's life. And I have a shirt that says, sluts need love too. And I was talking about myself. Sure, so, you know you're the I mean? slut, like, you're the slut. I was the slut, yeah, that's right? Fine. So I'm like, sluts need love too. You're good a good slut, you're a good, good slut. slut. yes you are. I can be a good boyfriend even afterwards. But you broke a stereotype with your
1: friend. I did, and I told my dad's not, everybody goes, are you like your dad? I'm like, my dad is very serious, he's not jokeful like me. I, you asked Lisa, she's, I'm like the opposite of my uncle, my dad? No, I'm very like, I joke around and I'm, I do not take anything serious. When we got married at church, I started fucking around with the priest. And we got, we went into a non-denominal church that it was like, and I'm, because I didn't want to do the whole thing. And I'm like, like I'm not very religious. So uh, we talked about that earlier by ourselves outside the storyline here. But I'm me. Mean, yeah. I'm not going to change for you or for anybody. Or do I, I got to take catechism class and all these things. And I'm like, I'm not doing none of that shit. I'm not going to.
0: And I think I'm picking up what you're putting down there on that sense of when I say about like kids of divorce or not a divorce or whatever. And you're kind of like, there's also the stereotype here and there. That's what I'm trying to say. So you're kind of like, you're your own nature. It doesn't exactly. really matter what you're up to. Absolutely. Is, it might fundamentally make a difference on making a relationship sustain because you've seen it maybe. for good or for bad. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. But it sounds like more importantly, you're saying you be your true self. Absolutely. And your true self. If se- you let it be. If you let it because be. Because
1: there's people that are not true and they go, oh, no, I'm, I'm like this. I'm like that. No, I always tell her, that's just me and this is how I are talking. And, and sometimes it's bad.
0: Do you believe you have a nature? Were you always the humorous one as a kid? Were you, all, are you still the same guy you were like, I think I think I was always clownish.
1: Yeah, I think I was just clownish because nobody in my family's asked, oh, my, my younger sister's clownish,
0: yeah. So you could actually, and I agree with you, but I know for myself, like I, I try to use this to get over actually being pissed off or hating people at times in the workplace or anywhere. I'm like, he think about this person when they were five. And True. try to not think of them in this made-up adult world. And maybe-
1: Of course, now that I'm older, I see things differently and I, I pick up on things differently. I pick up on people differently. Okay. Like for instance, like a good example is like, I see people that go crazy nowadays. Like you can tell me I'm getting older, I'm so good, I'm so funny, and I'm fun, and I like having my, a great good time, but I go to, uh, let's say a Dolphin game or a Heat game, and people are screaming for the players, and people are wearing their jerseys, and I'm like, who cares if they win or lose? This is a stupid game, and then these people are getting paid to play, so you... So what does somebody, somebody pay me to, to for the work that I'm making the TV go on air and for the production? Nobody cares. Why do they wear a shirt that says Hector on it? Say, Hector, Hector, it's on air, yay! Or Lisa, Lisa, the show's on air. Nobody gives a shit. So I'm going to be paying for a wage shirt, to, so number three, so I can be giving him more money for him to pay to play a basketball game? And then all a sudden they get into politics. I hate all of That's another thing. politics. I don't want to talk about politics to anybody. It's not, that's, that's your opinion, that's my opinion, and that's how it stays. Or your gender, whatever, I don't care. People ask me, and I'm like, I don't care. Don't ask me about that, because then I get pissed off, because I don't talk about none of that stuff. Talk to me about fun things, let's talk about movies, let's talk about music, about life, or don't talk about relationship, that this is my relationship, that's fine. But I think, like I said, going back to the beginning, I'm me and you're you, and that's it. Be you're
0: yourself, you
1: said, like really be yourself be yourself. I have people at work that, that go there and they're like with hats with the politics on. And I'm like, that's good. That's you, you want to show everybody that's your thing. That's good. I don't care. I, I would never do that. I wouldn't promote anything. I don't, That's my opinion. That's your opinion.
0: That's it. One of the things is I was trying to break down my own ego over time and trying to figure out like what is myself. There was times where I strayed in my life where I took on pieces and parts of my stepdad, my dad, or what I thought he was. My mom, my my society, my what I thought I should be as a father, what I thought I should be as a man, right? And I said these, and I started telling Mm -hmm. people this, and people were like, no, no, they as if I was self-deprecating, right? But I was saying I'm seeing parts of myself that's a fraud. Oh really? Yeah. And and
1: like you see yourself like your dad or anybody in your family or your mom? I saw myself
0: become like and I said that like in the marriage initially. I started when I first got married, I became what I thought I was supposed to. I didn't go into it comfortably going, I'm gonna stumble my way through this and admit to knowing nothing and hope to not fuck it up, but you're gonna see me. I was able to do that with my kids for some reason because I had this fundamental need from being a fatherless child right. to being a But like with the rest of it, I allowed myself to make myself up a little bit. That really wasn't me. It wasn't the 12 year old me. It wasn't the eight year old me. I don't exactly know when or where, how much it happened or when it didn't, but I started to notice it. And I started to notice it through my own bouts of depression. When did this happen, like recently? I started to notice it somewhere in like my thirties when I was in Manhattan. Oh, okay. yeah, so that's I'm, good.
1: You are still young. Yeah, okay. I was okay. still
0: young I'm, when I was like, I was wearing suits, and I was working for HBO, and I have a boat in Chelsea Piers, and I'm, I'm entertaining. So you're, playing, you're playing the game. I'm playing the game, Yeah, but I'm a country boy. I'm right. a very simple man, right. actually. And so here I am working at Bryant Park, and Game of Thrones is the biggest thing on. Everybody's on my boat because it seems like I'm cool. And I'm playing cool. Did you have the White Walkers on you? Pretty much, we had. Everybody's yeah, a White Walker. Everybody's there. a White Walker. There. Yeah, they're not. From, not that's what no I thought. That's, that's another right. bubble that's of life. Thought. And so I started to peel away. Because I'm the same way that I project manage is I'm about removing obstacles, not adding. Right, that's I bl- good. I, that's a good I thing. I believe to get people and ourselves to a proper finish line, we that's, just get everything out of the way. That's a good thing, right? And so, part of it was getting my fraudulent—I called. By, I would say, and again, everybody, stop it. We don't want to know. That, we don't want to think you're insecure. You seem terribly confident. I'm like, there's parts of me that's an imposter and a fraud, and I'm getting a clue, and I'm gonna find that fucker, good. and I'm gonna get rid of that you have because to, I want to be me you have to be yourself. because then I wouldn't really because I can't believe in love either I don't know you I'm getting to know you but yeah. I'm, I
1: think pretty much yourself
0: I am now yeah. I do I feel yeah. really comfortable in my skin now you could tell and I yeah. don't feel like an imposter and fraud no, you can tell uh, you telling the truth. I am telling the truth. And that, but it took a little time to you get You can tell when people that.
1: are faking and, and when they're like, they're false. You could, yeah. You could, you could, you could, a lot of times I could pick it up. I can pick sure. up on it
0: Frankly, I'm sure people could have picked it up when I was that then. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. so that was one of the goals. And I, and I don't think I would have done that for myself. I did it for my children. That's good. I had a, that's good. A re- yeah. So I had somebody else to love. I knew I had a lifetime. Companion. So you, you are the Jon Snow. You, you, I, over, I, you overcame. Yeah. I guess that's a good example for me. Right. So you
1: killed the queen.
0: You had to. I had to. You had to. that's yeah. Yeah.
1: good. You did the right thing.
0: It feels good. I can wake up and I can live with myself. I can sleep good at night. My yeah. kids, I don't have to hide. That's good. Right? From anybody or anything. No. Particularly the people that I love the most. And then I also feel like I can trust love more, to your point. Not just people, but the love they give me. Because I actually know that they know who they're loving. True. You know what I mean? that's true like they're not i didn't paint something for them to sign up for that that all of a sudden i'm going to be like behind the curtain and at some point half the curtain's going to show up and they're going to be like oh wait you're not all that right and then that kind of stuff can drive us crazy because we think oh eventually like the gig's going to be up and you got to get to a point that you have to be free free
1: there's many ways to explain like for instance your job you cannot take your job too serious it's only a job
0: you quit if you have to admitting that i cheated on my wife with her best friend and blew up my marriage on a podcast that i knew that my boss was, was it wearing, delicious was it worth it it was not worth it then see that- but it was but it, admitting it and with that's my tough. wife, that's, and being, and, right and being yeah. healed yeah. from that. Oh, you need to let that out. All leave. that, yeah, because it wasn't healed until. No. That's prison, man. Yeah. That was in prison. Yeah, it's horrible. And so that was part of the freedom, which was the name of that episode, was that's, really that's being a, free a, to a, tell your truth. A good title. That's what it is. <laughs> it's, it is prison. It was.
1: It's like owing money to the bank or owning owning money to, like, credit cards. Like, people feel you're in prison. It's like, I got to keep on working to pay for that.
0: And now I don't lie, right? If I do, it's accidental, right? Right. Again, it's part of that, oh, am I lying to myself? But I really feel like that's one of the first rules now in any kind of relationship. And I've now come to this framework that I think relationships are a series of agreements. that's Of course. Like, in a relationship, we make agreements and we see if we can live into them. And if we have to change those agreements, we change them. And then we keep choosing each other. And so if you lie, then you're not giving the other person the opportunity to be like, I'm not cool with this agreement. Or they're signed up for something that they think they're signed up for, but right. they're not. You know, right? And so now you've just done a terrible disservice for the relationship because you haven't given them the option to opt out. Because you're probably afraid to lose them. Because you probably do deserve to lose them.
1: Absolutely. Because you're lying to them. Exactly. Right? If you're not honest like that, you don't, you won't enjoy your life.
0: You just can't enjoy your life.
1: It's like you're in prison. It's not, you don't need that.
0: Yeah. No, that's lying to yourself. I don't have a relationship with my father, but I see him from a distance. And frankly, he strikes me as a man who's lived in prison for his entire life outside of those walls.
1: But that's like I told my wife, you live your life. They live their life. Yeah. And like, I, I sometimes worry about my parents and I go, why? They live their life and they chose to be where they're at and how they are because that's how they are. hmm no, they might be crazy, but that's we're all crazy. Yeah, no judgment. Mixed messages, man, mixed messages. Right, yeah, definitely mixed <laughs> messages is a good call out on that. I exactly. agree. Yeah. But yeah, you got to live your life and enjoy it. And do the best you can, especially now when you're getting older. When you get that hump, you need to start like saying, okay, this is, I have this much time left. Let me enjoy it. Let me enjoy every day as it is. Don't spend it sleeping or getting drunk and passed out or over your friends. Like I, got, I have a friend of mine, married for a long time and recently got divorced. From the perfect wife, because why? He picked his friends over his wife. Mm. He decided, he said, you know what? I want to be, she doesn't like me having friends. He would have friends over on a Friday and Saturday night at his house in the backyard smoking cigars mm. and having a big barbecue fest and smoking and stuff. And it was fun. I like to come over, but I would never allow that. They go, oh, you should, you have a big house? there? why don't we do it at your house? I go, never. First of all, she wouldn't allow it. She'll allow a couple of my friends, but hmm. I, like 20 guys at the house, swinging cigars and making a mess and using my bathroom. And she's sleeping in the bedroom. And this guy could, any guy could be, see your wife naked. I'm like, it's kind of weird. I'm like, no, this, that's not going to happen in my house. Right. I'm not, not going to let that happen. Yeah. But like I guess you make your own decisions and that's your call.
0: And it's an honor code. Sounds like you have an honor code there. Right? I do
1: have some honor code, yeah. codes. Yeah, I sure do.
0: Yeah. And on that note, it's actually interesting, too, you mentioned that, is like one of the things about the, like your friend, I think, and we talked about this earlier, about midlife crises and yeah. blowing up your marriage and going out for for whatever reasons.
1: He's not going out with the women. That's the thing. He's He just wants to be alone. He wants to be, to be left alone. Be and left then alone. He, uh-huh. He probably pays for a prostitute. I don't know. Or he yeah. finds a girl. I don't know. I don't ask him. But I'm saying that's his call. And to each their own. I agree with you on that.
0: Totally on that. It, it, on the midlife crisis thing, and or this kind of like trade in, trade up, trade off. That you are going to give up a twenty-year relationship and you go start a new relationship. You don't know what you're buying into. No. You do not have. All no.
1: Of. And then and nowadays it's, it's weird. It's just weird times right now. You want to go into something that you don't know into. Yeah. Like yeah, we have our. Like we are. We're, we're the same age. We know what we grew up in. We know the. the Let's say I, I divorce her. Yeah. I don't want that happen, but this this happen. I'm going to go and let's find a younger girl. Let's say I find a 25-year-old girlfriend. Yeah. And that big gap of 25 years is weird because there's things that, that she doesn't know about what I like.
0: After the honeymoon period, it's going to probably be yeah. a drag, actually. Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's say yeah. The, the sex part, is that's what you're thinking of. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. But, I mean, the, the knowledge part, Yeah, there's no way. She doesn't know the movies that I like, the, the whole time, the music... Like, I'll I'll be playing Morrissey, she's, what the fuck is Morrissey? They're like into Daddy Yankee. I don't know what the hell that crap is out there right now that I don't like, but I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. It's like, there's a lot of things that, when you have that companionship and you build it, it's been 20 years together. It's, you guys already build on something. You guys have a lot of ins and outs of each other yeah that's very important that's more important than money that's more important than anything that's that's
0: life what you've resonated over and over again is being truly authentic in your relationship absolutely being truly yourself yes and giving the other person the freedom to do the same and i'm really getting that one on this one and it's fascinating because in order to do that too and again it doesn't mean that we haven't had to take on shitty jobs or make sacrifices or do different things but i had asked one of my mentors. Early on, guy was 20 years older than I, and I've taken on a few in my life. And I was like, again, you know, how do I not lose my shit? If, assuming I maintained a marriage for 20 years, and then I decided to blow it up and buy a Porsche and go fuck. 20-year-olds or whatever, which right. I'm not really attracted to younger women. I like something different, but let's assume that I... am
1: like you. I like the fine wines.
0: I like the fine wines. I'm with wines. you. I'm with uh, you. you. haven't seen me with I'm a like younger the, I'm woman. Like the young, I'm not into like young wines either. No, I'm with you. I am not, and it's, no, I have no history of that whatsoever. But what I liked, what he gave me, and, it, and I'm still living into it to this day. It's something that I continually try to adopt, but he said, hey, Heath, I grew up in a generation where most of us men were taught that we had to do, have then we could be so we would go do med school we'd have our phd have our doctor's practice and then we could be this amazing life whether it be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever right Mm -hmm. and so they spent 10 years in school married the right the person they thought they were supposed to they did all of these things do and have so that they could eventually be and then they get there and they're like, this isn't really what I really wanted in the first place. I can't believe I just spent 20 years. That happens. It happens, right? It happens a lot. A lot. And so then he said, you can avoid that. And then there's a big trade-off in that too, but you can avoid that. And here's what it looks like. You just be, and every day you wake up, you be, and then you'll just know what you're going to do. If you're going to make sacrifice, you're going to not have to but you be, be yourself, be authentic. And this means for your partner too, let them be the same. You guys just do life as you're being. And then you have to accept your have.
1: Like a perfect example for a movie. I tell people watch the movie by Mike Judge, Office Space. Yeah. And like the whole idea of going to work and being in the same mundane bullshit and robotic and you still get a paycheck and you're not happy with your life. Like that's what happened with that guy. Yeah. He decides to, he said, you know what? After he woke up from the spell, he goes, the hell with this. I don't need to be here. Yeah. I want to get some fresh air. I He went from an office job to work in construction. And it's far-fetched, but it could happen. And, it can happen. But you know what? That's, it was happier. Yeah. You want to find yourself to be happy. You don't want to be in the same rut. Yeah. If your relationship is like that or your job's like that or whatever thing in life is like that, yeah. you need to find how to get out of it and to find
0: the correct thing to make you happy. I love that. I'm not a big celebrity kind of guy, but Jim Carrey has kind of been that for me.
1: Jim he- Carrey has changed himself so much. <laughs> and he is, I respect him now more than, you hear him talk now? Yeah. He is of fresh air yeah he's i'm like what this guy's making sense yeah like he's a goofball in the movies and then now he's just telling people how it is
0: and really showing
1: and he's open open i don't think he gives a shit because he's so rich he goes you know what i'll tell you how it is yeah and he's it's incredible isn't it yes he's a he's original he's real he i think he's one of the few actors that's real yeah
0: he's not fake now can laugh at himself which is a fun part of being real yeah and i can see we all do that so we're wrapping up. We're going to miss our reservations if we don't wrap it Absolutely. up. But hey, I have to call you on it because, you know, you guys have a relationship. You've sustained it. You started out as friends. You're married. You like each other. You love each other. It doesn't mean there's not good and bad and all the difference, but you have that. And we're here and we're going to go have a good time together. You still have a good time with this person. Can you leave our audience with just any last thought on that? Any last thought? Please
1: give everything in a relationship some time. Think of the good things instead of the bad things. And when you're upset, think before you react and what you say. Don't just jump into the action of saying something you're going to regret later. I learned from that. So be careful with your words. Think. And like I said, time. If you're with that person, it's for a reason. Give it love. Give it time. Make it work. Try to make it work. If you don't see that connection there, then it's not going to work. But you have to put... In and out. Both of you have to put in and out. It's not only you. It's not her. And just give it time. It's beautiful,
0: man. Thanks, Hector. No, thank you. Mixed messages. Thanks for being here, guys. Mixed messages. Ciao. Bye. Mix messages. Mixed messages. Mixed messages. Mixed messages. messages. messages, 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 messages,
1: messages. messages.